To know who we are, where we are, and where we're going, we must know how we arrived here. Welcome to Rephetic, a revolutionary study of the Great Pyramid, which promises to rewrite civilization's history. Emerson said, when we were exalted by ideas, we do not owe this to Plato, but to the idea to which Plato was also debtor. Hello, I'm Dave Hemstock. You can call me Hemi, my youth sports nickname, or Uncle Dave, what my 20 nieces and nephews call me. On a clear summer day, 2009, reposed deep within the north woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula, I was much struck by a westerly horizon view. There, some 13 miles distant, stands a massive man-made butte, the iron ore slag mountain of the Empire Mine. Following more than 30 years of intermittent exposure to what I call Mount Palmer, after the rusty mining town near its base, an unheralded and animated vision and voice accompanied my curious gaze. I had returned to the UP seeking refuge in my sister Jennifer's basement, refuge from life's certain pain, the pain of emergency surgery, a demoralizing divorce, financial ruin, career suicide, and the shift to part-time parenting of my two young sons. Worse yet, an unexpected pain, the soul-crushing kind that only comes from success. You see, I had gotten everything I ever wanted, yet I was miserable, possessed by some unavoidable spiritual and emotional crisis. This was most baffling. I was 38 years old, 20 years removed from the ravages of teenage alcoholism, sober and rather healed from childhood trauma. What could be the problem? I found monogamous pair bonding was not for me. My sterile suburban home in the vanilla village with its perfect fence and perfect lawn was not for me. I'd been nearly impaled on the corporate phallus in pursuit of the American dream, voluntarily wearing their inverted obelisk noose. Infused with faux virtue, I was sleepwalking through life, living to fulfill my wants and other people's dreams. There must be more to life than self-determined objectives, digits on some ledger, consumerism, and awaiting death housed in bank-owned coffin boards. I'd even turned a life of supposed altruism into an egoic exercise. What about nature and wonder? What about art, creation, and passion? What about my dreams? For months I listened to Lake Superior's waves, skipping rocks from Presque Isle's pebble beaches, Missing my sons, I watched children play while eating lunch in Marquette's Lower Harbor Park. I sat at a coffee shop, flipping through a picture book about the Wright brothers, surely fulfilling their dreams. I wrote pining poems and essays, pleading to the universe for something truly original. That summer day, with enough gas to reach Marquette and back, I checked my bank balance, a solid three-digit number two of them right of the decimal point. Unprovoked, my nine-year-old niece had recently jabbed. Uncle Dave, when are you going to get a life of your own? I felt drenched in self-pity, drowned, yet resigned and accepting, a victim of the worst tyrant, the real enemy, myself. Gazing westward at Mount Palmer, northbound an M553, Somewhere between the seen and the unseen, the known and unknown, I was tuned in, listening to the universe. 
In my mind's eye, from above and far removed from a vertical rock-cut shaft, much deeper than its square breadth, like a game of Tetris I watched, autonomously stacking masonry, block by enormous block, form a crude obelisk structure, nearly filling the shaft's void. Absent any fabled firmament, this vision rocks within rock, or a square within a square, manifest in my fertile mind. Simultaneously, an elegant voiceover swept into my consciousness, from the bottom to the top and from the middle out. At once, with equal measure curiosity and apprehension, I suspected this idle musing might bear some significance towards understanding the Great Pyramid's construction. Reluctantly, I soon began this 14-year effort. Etched into the bedrock of our global consciousness, the Great Pyramid marks the first page in the history of sophisticated human accomplishment. Despite exhaustive study during the last few centuries, specialist scholars and laypersons alike have been woefully unsuccessful at explaining precisely how the structure was erected. Hawass said, quote, It's very important to reveal the mystery of the pyramid. People all over the world are waiting to solve this mystery. Unquote. Somehow absent this mature discussion, apparently not a single person who has seen or known of the structure, including millennia of Egypt's dynastic culture, the Greeks, Romans, leagues of Arab nations, Newton, Napoleon, and his savants, and 500 years of Britain's royal society, no team of modernity's best and brightest students, designers, and engineers, not one of the estimated 100 billion people who've lived on planet Earth, no scholar, philosopher, artisan, nor child playing in the sand, have asked one simple and otherwise self-evident question, the question birthed of my daydream. Has Giza's limestone bedrock always been a plateau? Or, surely heretical and abundantly crazy, could it have begun as a much greater vertical mass, a la Mount Palmer, otherwise Mount Giza? If so, how much greater? And how would this affect attempts to understand the Great Pyramid's construction? By the fall of 2009, I began the research in earnest. For roughly six weeks, I desperately hoped someone had already asked and dismissed this plateau query. The universe could keep its vision and voice. I wanted to be wrong quickly, avoiding what promised a grueling investigation far beyond my timely knowledge and skills. No luck. I was cursed and blessed with this unique and revolutionary idea. Wherever the evidence might lead and whatever it might require of me, begging the question, do people have ideas? Or do ideas find just the right person? Today, in the spring of 23, however unconventional, we'll begin exploring many aspects of this popular discussion marching towards submission of the project's academic papers and book publication. Content will be grouped into playlists, first podcast conversations about a host of relevant subjects, next writing and modeling updates, and third, specific topical presentations about the Great Pyramid with more categories to follow. While perhaps entertaining, our focus will not be hidden chambers, lost treasure, alien intervention, sonic levitation, magic carpets, giants, or some quest for an entombed king or queen. 
Rather, we will focus almost exclusively on the geological evidence of the Giza Plateau and the empirical facts of the Great Pyramid, ultimately seeking a sufficient and thorough construction hypothesis, irrespective of who executed the project when. What are the means and tools required to produce the pyramid's nature? Are there potential or once-realized functions served by the pyramid's internal and external forms? What possible causes produce the pyramid's conditioned and observed effects? Fundamental to science, revolutionary learning often results from asking unique and probing questions, perhaps from a novel perspective, not encumbered by or reliant on the so-called wisdom of the ages. Such entrenched orthodox views, otherwise biased and prejudiced interpretations or dogma, routinely defend feeble and outdated paradigms from every heretical whisper, especially where those paradigms or false starts predate the scientific era. With your help, we shall do much more than whisper. For my part, I offer rigorous honesty in pursuit of genuine humility. Obviously, the power of ideas far outweighs the importance of any individual. For your part, bolstered by Mark Twain's wisdom, quote, we cannot rely on our eyes when our imagination is out of focus, unquote. I urge you to embrace your curiosity and doubt, sharpen your mind, bring your observations and questions, and join this global and timeless discussion. However obscured by ignorance, illusion, or hubris, together we shall seek our real and accurate global history. In a spirit of human solidarity, the sole objectives of this or any historical investigation, surely symbiotic, are to better know and love ourselves that we might better know and love others. May you forever be exalted by ideas. Stay informed, be inspired, get involved. Thank you. To know who we are, where we are, and where we're going, we must know how we arrived here. Welcome to Rephetic, a revolutionary study of the Great Pyramid, which promises to rewrite civilization's history.